Welcome to Faith, Family, and Fitness with Tori. I'm a Jesus lover, wife, mom, and personal trainer. This podcast is my space to share experiences that have changed my life and the lessons I have learned along the way. I hope that you feel supported, understood, and encouraged after listening to today's episode. Now let's get into it. guys and welcome back. It is currently, let's see, about 10 p.m. on Wednesday evening, the night before my podcast goes live, Thursday at 5 a.m. And this week has been a little bit crazy. The wellness center that I work at has removed their old cardio equipment, then designated time for cleaning, and then bringing in the new equipment. So this week, I am like totally off schedule. I didn't teach anything Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Tomorrow will be a normal day for me, but Monday's usually when I get my content stuff recorded, and that did not happen this week. I was at the gym cleaning a lot of windows. (laughs) Being like 35 weeks pregnant, that's about the most that I can do. Can't do any heavy lifting, any of that stuff. So I was on window duty, but we are getting it done. I made a commitment to try to publish podcasts on time on the designated day. So here I am. Um, A life update. My belly is so big now. I am 36 weeks pregnant now as you're listening to this. And my stomach is so big that I'm literally resting my, my microphone on my stomach. Because I'm also recording on the couch, which is not something I typically do, but husband's in bed, child's in bed, got the dog next to me, and we're just going with it. This week on the podcast, we are talking about how to deal with negative people. So this can come up a lot in life. Um, I feel like it's especially become apparent to me when I am on a self-development journey and really wanting to better myself and be the best that I can be and then something comes up and that's common so don't get discouraged if you are on a self-development journey and you feel like you keep getting tested don't don't get upset just think about it is basically like you're getting to flex this new muscle that you're trying to work you're getting to strengthen it And it's basically an opportunity for you to show off your skills, to put things in play, and to do your best. So I've got a few ways that I like to navigate a situation where it turns into someone being really negative, or you know those people in your life who just are negative, and you kind of have to prep yourself for that and give yourself a pep talk prior to seeing them, but it is helping you navigate situations like that. So number one, when I'm on a self-development journey, I am really digging deep into what makes me tick. It's all things like me. It's an internal overview of myself and I'm really analyzing like, oh, why does that make me feel that way sort of stuff. So I think that's a really good approach to have when you are dealing with a negative person is that you are not analyzing them for being negative. You're kind of looking internally and you're like, you know, when they say this, this triggered me. Why is that? 
So I like to look at it from that perspective to begin with. It reveals a lot about yourself. So I had this happen to me. It, it is so crazy, you guys. So like last month in the beginning of September, I got a new vehicle. I had a 2012 Chevy Malibu, knew that I wanted an SUV, was looking for third row seats, and have been looking for months. We test drove some things, and I pretty much had decided on the vehicle that I wanted. And it is so crazy how people literally like came out of the woodwork to tell me their opinion about vehicles that I shouldn't get. And this started because like I wouldn't go out of my way and be like, hey, I'm going to get a new vehicle. I'm looking at a Kia Sorento, blah, blah, blah. It would just be like in conversation like, yeah, I got to get a bigger vehicle having a second child. That's kind of the gist of it. Then they would inquire more like, oh, what are you going to get? And it's so crazy that like a lot of females actually started telling me like, oh, you don't want to get that. So they would ask me what I was looking at getting. And then I would tell them like, oh, I'm thinking about the Hyundai Palisade or the Kia Sorento. And they're like, oh, no, 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 no. Do not get that. I had one girl tell me that not to get a Hyundai because she felt like it was a knockoff of Honda. And it's just absurd, like the amount of people who gave me their two cents about a vehicle they felt like I shouldn't buy. When they were asking me the questions, I wasn't like going out there giving them this information that, hey, I want to get a Kia. They were inquiring about it and then telling me I was wrong for wanting to get that vehicle. Super mind-blowing. I had men and women do this to me, but I'm bringing this up because this is an example that has recently happened to me that continuously happened to me. Not kidding, like five plus times. I've had five different occasions where random people have told me not to get that vehicle and then they start telling me all their experiences. Anyway, I feel like this was... This lesson has been put on my heart to talk about because this happened to me. And the first few times I was like, what the heck? Like, this is so weird. Why, why does this keep coming up? And I kind of realized like I was reacting the same way. I tried to be nice about it and kind of depending on like who it was, if I was closer to them or not. Anyway, like from that experience, I came up with this thing that I started telling myself like a formula because I'm really bad at like replaying a situation in my head and getting mad all over again and I know like my mom does this and I don't know if it's like mostly women who do this but like I'll literally think I'm over the situation and then in the middle of the night like it's like hey remember this that happened 12 years ago we're gonna bring this up again and you're gonna get all mad about it once again so crazy but I had to come up with this formula because I found myself continuing to get angry over some of the same things. And it's three parts. It's observe, learn, and let go. So, step one, observe. I got people coming at me telling me I'm making a huge mistake getting a Kia. Okay, interesting. 
I'm not going to react. I'm just observing. I'm going to politely say okay and try to change the conversation. Step two, learn. I am looking at why is it that these people telling me their opinion is so triggering to me, that they are openly sharing their negative opinions on it. Why does that bother me? So I'm learning from the experience. And then once I do that, the purpose of it is to learn. So then I need to let it go, which is the hardest part. But I like to think of it as like, I literally would do this when I was getting upset. I would breathe in and say, observe. I would hold my breath at the top and say, learn. And then I would exhale and in my head say, let go. So I would go through this like a breathing process. Observe, learn, let go. Observe, learn, let go. Really focusing on the exhale part because that's the part that I really struggle with is the letting go. So that is why I kind of came up with that formula because like I said, I'm really bad at like randomly replaying things in my head and getting so mad about it again. So when I'm dealing with negative people and I don't really have control over it, like with the car situation, they're asking me questions. I'm simply answering them and trying to be kind about their opinions. And then it's like triggering to me that they're being so negative when they're not paying for it or doing anything with it or having to drive it or having to fix it. Like, uh, yeah, um, I had to really learn that. Some other ways that I've tried to deal with negative people is putting boundaries in place. So I know that they, this person may tend to be negative and like find the negative in everything. And sometimes you just have to put boundaries in place and that feels weird. But, you know, if you continuously have the same conversation and you don't agree, just have to say like, hey, I understand we have different viewpoints on it. Maybe it's best that we don't talk about it. We've been down this road before. I'm not trying to get angry. I don't want to upset you. Let's just not talk about it. So putting boundaries in place, which again, like feels super weird and it kind of feels like you're being rude, but would you rather be seen as rude by simply stating that you don't want to argue with them? Can we please change the subject or getting into the argument and having your disagreement like you typically do? So that is one way that I try to get around that and people will start to get the hint. Like, I do not want to talk about this. Let's not talk about this because it's going to be awkward for the both of us. And I'm trying to save us that weirdness, <laughs> especially when it's family and like you have to keep seeing them. I find that putting boundaries in place can be good for that. Another way of dealing with negative people is kind of an obvious one, but you can't always do this, but it is limit the amount of time you spend with them or cut them out of your life altogether, which I don't ever suggest unless it's like a really bad relationship, but limiting the amount of time that you spend with someone can greatly impact your life if it seems to be a negative impact. If you walk away from that person feeling drained, if you dread it when you see their name pop up on your phone that they're calling, 
probably a sign that it's not a great conversation, it's not a great vibe, and it's not refueling you. Like when you get off the phone with them, evaluate. How do you feel? Do you feel drained or do you feel re-energized? Was that a good conversation or do you feel like that was a waste of time? So just kind of observing that. And I said it was obvious, but sometimes it's not for people, especially if it is like a parent, you know, you can't, you don't want to shut them out of your life. But sometimes it can be better to say, you know what, I'm in a really good headspace right now. And I don't really want to talk to this person because I know that they usually bring me down. Plays into putting boundaries in place. But not only just for your conversations you're having, but could even be for when you talk to them. Hey, I know that I'm already really stressed out. And if I answer the phone, it's going to get so much worse. So having that... Overall, when it comes to dealing with negative people, I like to use it as an opportunity to reflect and see why does this trigger me and kind of use it as a learning opportunity for myself and not to criticize them for anything. Like I'm not trying to fix them. They always see the negative side of stuff that's on them, that's affecting their life. But I try to do the internal work and use them as an opportunity to kind of figure out what's going on with me. And are there some rough edges on me that I could smooth out? Are there some things that I could work through? Are there some areas that I could really lean into and try to dig deep into why that was so triggering for me? So I try to use it as an opportunity to better myself and to not pass judgment And like I said, it's all a test. So I am strengthening that muscle that is going to allow me to observe, learn about myself, and let go of it and leave it at that. I'm not going to fester on it. I'm not going to keep bringing it up. I'm going to let it go. I'm going to do my breathing exercises and I'm going to move on with my life. I hope that you were able to pick up some tips from today's episode and I hope it goes live at the time it's supposed to. (laughs) Um, Have a good rest of your day, evening, whenever you are listening to this. And thanks again for listening to another podcast, Faith, Family, and Fitness with Tori. (music)